0: gophers men's hoops the latest commit as well as why cam christie will be a key for 2023 and beyond and then what will the gophers do with those final two scholarships you are locked on golden gophers what we're gonna do here we're just gonna keep rowing your daily podcast on the minnesota golden gophers however it turns out we're just gonna keep rowing part of the locked on podcast network your team every day we're just gonna keep rowing keep rowing and keep rowing You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week. And it is Friday, folks. Friday on a long weekend. Those are the best kind of Fridays. They always just hit a little bit different. So I hope you have some great trips, some great vacations, some great time up at the cabin, you name it to Enjoy this extra long weekend and be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube at Lockdown Golden Gophers or find us wherever you get your audio platform, Stitcher, Apple Pods, you name it. Kick back, relax, think about the Gophers and what is to come. We've been having some great shows this week with football. We talked about the top 10 quarterbacks in the Big Ten. We talked about how the Gophers can utilize this wide receiver and moving forward, how to keep them in the depth and the talent in use through so many players being talented, all that and more. We've even recently had head coach of the women's basketball team, Don Plitzwhite, on the show within the last week or so. So definitely tap in. Be sure you're listening and checking it out on the long weekend and show your other Gopher friends. But today we're talking about men's hoops. Now it's been a little bit since we have talked some Gophers men's hoops and that is partially intentional. You know, your boy was still recovering because it was a rough season. I'm not even going to try to lie. I'm not going to try to front on that it was very difficult but we've gotten some good news in the last couple weeks and one of the biggest things in that news is Grayson Grove is headed to Town. he is from Alexandria Minnesota a Minnesota prospect one of the best kids in the state made the state tournament this last year and he brings a lot of positivity to the Gophers program in the years to come now he might not be an immediate contributor right away in 2024 when he gets here but I think in the long term, he could be a very, very solid addition for this Gopher's team. Now, he was balling as a junior, averaging 23 points, 8.5 rebounds, and was shooting 65% from the floor at one point in time this season as a junior. And you can't hate on that. On top of that, he's a stretch four, six foot eight, and he was hitting 48% of his three point shots. Now, I don't know if, if you're a math major or not, but regardless, 48% from behind the three-point line is rock solid, especially for a big player, a four on the floor. Now, like I said, he's six foot eight, 190 pounds. Other offers that he had so far include NDSU, St. Thomas, Colorado State. Now, I know those might not pop off the page for you, but what we are seeing is a lot of the talent in Minnesota that takes offers or pops up on a lot of those maybe low major programs. They start to garner those ones as we hit the senior year. So I would not be surprised if others tried to get into Grayson Grove's ear over the senior year as he continues to show out, but hopefully he is locked in fully and ready to stay home. Now, one thing that is very intriguing with Grayson Grove and His commitment here is that he is the second player to commit in this class of 2024. And that other player, point guard Isaac Asuma, well, guess what? Those two are teammates in the AAU circuit. They already have a familiarity with each other. They already have that chemistry building, and it's only going to continue to build over the summer. I believe they're already about 11 and 4, 11 and f- 5 in the summer program so far. And AAU is just getting started. Like, I believe it started kicking off heavy final weekend of April, kicking off into May. So it's just getting going. Those two are going to continue to grow, continue to rise, and grind and shine. And I am excited for that because that, that, hopefully chemistry building will continue both of them and their desire to continue to play for the gophers as other offers may come their way now like i said Overall, six foot eight, but only 190 pounds. Now, I know I've already said that, but the reason I bring it up again is because getting stronger is priority numero uno when it comes to Grove. Now, I would likely estimate just based on the trajectory of the roster, based on the youth that we have on the team, based on the outlooks that we're looking at, that Grove could redshirt in his freshman season in 2024. And that wouldn't be a terrible thing. But the biggest thing is that. Getting stronger, filling out his frame and being able to take the beating of the Big Ten, that is going to be a huge thing and it will give him time to adjust. So a red shirt could be perfect for Grove heading into his true freshman year in 2024. But again, there's a lot of time between now and then. So who knows? Maybe he throws on 10, 15 pounds of added weight, but like muscle and is in there starting to bruise. But Let's talk about his game from the court. Now, from what I've seen, which is a limited amount of tape, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't dove in high key and heavy on these guys yet. I've probably seen a lot more of Isaac Asuma than I've seen from Grayson Grove, but the things that I have seen is that he has a nice foundation in the post game. I believe his turnaround is pretty nice. He's got good body control. Now, again, having that body control in the Big Ten is going to take more strength. So again, he's going to need to fill out and add some weight and get stronger. But I like the fundamentals and the foundation that is there. Now, I also like his ability to stretch the floor. Like I said, he can shoot it from deep and he can shoot it at an efficient clip. So Overall, those are promising. I mean, he cleans up around the rim. He attacks the basket aggressively. He has lots of dunks in his tapes out there. But I think the biggest thing, the biggest asset that I love from Grove's game is the length and that he plays with that length. He doesn't play smaller. He uses the length to its fullest capability. He'll be out there defending on a wing or somebody shooting from deep and get his hand in there to not only disrupt the shot, but is often getting deflection blocks and tips with his length. He uses that to his advantage. And what we know that Coach Ben Johnson wants to do with this Gophers team is to be a scrappy, defensive mindset type team and let it play into the offense. Now you see that that uh, that approach do well if you can get the athletes to play in it and in this college basketball space and then this ever changing transfer world, you also need them to stay and con- to continue to develop and grow. So those are all the challenges at hand right now. Now the golfers are going to have to start to win more consistently in order to do some of those things. So the talent is there, the upside is there, the potential is there, but now you got to start capitalizing as a whole roster. And I think Grayson Grove can help with that in the future. Now, overall, he has the tools to be a nice stretch for. And the thing that, again, with that length, that stands out to me the most is that he could switch out effectively on wings with his size at six foot eight. And so he can switch out with the wings, he has the length to defend them. And if he continues to, you know, maintain speed and be able to keep up with quicker players, he could be a very nice rotational piece in this Gophers roster. Now, speaking of the roster, there is one, eh, kind of two, but we're going to focus on one player that is going to be pertinent in their development for the Gophers to find success long term. And that player is Cam Christie. Cam Christie holds the keys to this Gopher's future. I am I am very certain of that, and I'm going to tell you why that is coming up next. First, I got to talk to you about our friends over at Bird Dogs. Now, I'm going to keep this short and sweet because you've heard me glamour and glow on them so much over the last week and a half, and that is because I truly love this product. They're super comfortable. I'm going to be rocking them on the golf course this weekend, and that is I look forward to it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So definitely give bird dogs a try. Don't let a price scare you because you know what? It's not that much more expensive than any other shorts that you would go to any retailer. And what I'm telling you is the quality with them as well as the the versatility of where you can wear them and the comfort. All of that, it is a bang for your buck. So definitely hold on and head on over to birddocs.com slash lockdown college. And when you go over there and you use promo code lockdown college, they're going to throw in a custom Yeti-style tumbler for you as well with the BirdDogs logo on it. You can bring that on the course with you. You can bring it in for your mornings uh, with work, whether you're using it for coffee or water or what have you. But you're going to want to check them out. You're going to want to head on over to BirdDogs.com. And I'm telling you, get the ones with the liner. Just hear me out. Give it a try. You will not regret it. BirdDogs.com slash college All right, Gophers fans, thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers and making us your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. Now, we've been talking a whole lot of football because it is getting there, folks. It's almost football time. And if you like to listen to football talk in May and now we're heading to June. And you still can't get enough football, and you can't get enough of your gophers. Definitely, be sure to hit subscribe. I've got everydayers that tap in every day, and I appreciate you. I love the comments you drop on YouTube. I love some of the emails that I've received at lockedongoldengophers at gmail.com. Let me know the topics you want to hear on Top Ten Tuesday. We got another one coming this week. Top Ten Tuesday. Now, I asked somebody asked a, a comment, a listener listened in the comments and said. Is Top 10 Tuesday going to be better than Taco Tuesday? And you know what? I hope so, but it depends on how much you love tacos. I can't compete with a good taco. So I will definitely be taking more requests on those. We're going to have a great one this week, but let's get back to talking about basketball and Cam Christie, because Cam Christie is the key to 2023 and beyond in my eyes. Now, Grayson Grove, we just talked about. Isaac Azuma. Futures of the program, guys in the class of 2024, youth that will be important for this team. But speaking of another younger player that will be critical for how the Gophers develop under Coach Ben Johnson in the years to come, Cam Christie is at the forefront. Now, at first glance, scoring could look a lot different for minnesota coming up in this next season now one constant that remains is Dawson garcia and we've talked about him on the show about two weeks ago or so and we talked about how Dawson garcia everything funnels through him runs through him the the shots might not all come from him but his involvement in the offensive system is going to be pertinent and is going to be the key to gophers winning games this season but He's the obvious choice as a focal point for the Gophers. Now, aside from Garcia, in the 2023 season, my assumption would be Payne, and then the two transfers in Hawkins and Mitchell will be the guys who do a lot of the scoring. But those guys aren't all going to be here for a whole lot longer. I believe one of the transfers has only one year left, and the other one has two. I have to double-check on that for you. But what I'm saying is that the only player long-term that is in that grouping of four that will hopefully be here for more than two years is Pharrell Payne. Now Pharrell is definitely the future of the program and has the ability to put you up or put up points on the interior but as Dawson and those transfers move on in the near future you can't just rely purely on post scoring because when opponents play towards the interior and that's how they're guarding if we can't knock down the threes consistently if we can't generate the mid-range consistently the Gophers are going to be in a heck of a lot of trouble now on the youth side that is where you must start to see the development and that is why I say Cam Christie is the key because Cam Christie and Caden Betts the success and development of those two freshmen one a red shirt and one a true freshman coming in this year their development is going to be the key for the Gophers continuing to climb the ladder long-term in the Big Ten. Now, Cam Christie is extremely intriguing to me because he can create his own shot. He is good in the pull-up game. He doesn't need the basketball. He can come off of screens and get his shots, but he also can concrete, can create on his own. Caden Betts has been working with that in the program this last year, working against Jameson Battle, but also able able to probably pick up some things some some keys on how to create your own shot in this last year which will be good for him but those two are the guys that when things aren't falling or when we need a quick bucket those are the players that we are going to need to be scorers in the years to come maybe not in 2023 but probably in 2024 and most definitely in 2025 so overall, that is why I see Cam Chrissy as a key for 2023. I think he's going to need to see the field or the court this year, not the field um, because you need him to start generating that confidence and start getting a feel for his, his spots on the floor. Now, yes, Josh Ola Joseph could turn himself into more of a three-level scorer, but as it currently stands, he's more of a slasher, an interior scorer as well. Carrington's game seems to lean more towards a spot-up or a curling shooter. Great 3 and D player right now, extremely good on the defensive end. And then even looking at the 24s, there's some ability to score in there. Asuma can get his shot up. Uh, I think Grove is pretty effective at scoring as well. But again, once you get to the Division One Big Ten level, it doesn't always translate immediately. So at what capacity will those two players be able to score in year one or year two? That might take some growth and development. And it might take more time for them to be more impactful. But Cam Christie and Caden Betts, both, can create shots. They've shown that throughout their entire careers in high school, in AAU. And then even we've heard good things about Caden Betts with his practicing with the players last year as a redshirt freshman. They've shown flashes in the pull-up game. They've shown flashes at the three-point line. They've shown flashes on the interior. So being three-level scorers at each level is huge. And those two are the the guys of the future. They are the staples of the program. So you help them become more efficient, more effective scorers. And you pair that with Pharrell Payne on the inside and allow Joshua Joseph and Carrington to play and thrive in their roles. That's where you're starting to build a nice unit as a team, a nice foundation for the program overall. Now, in 2023, like I said, while you still have those vets that can do it, this is the perfect time to let Cam Christie experiment a little bit more. Get him time. Let him dip his toes into the scoring waters of sorts. Now, they don't have to be relied on, which is what gives them that advantage because they can find what comes natural but get more aggressive throughout the year. Once we hit Big Ten play, you're looking for them to do it more often, but they're still feeling it out with the Big Ten. By the time you get to late January, early February, or at least mid-February, you're hoping that these guys are putting up consistent shots, good shots, and finding ways to create on their own and being supplemental scorers to your Dawson Garcia to your uh, Elijah Hawkins, to your Mike Mitchell Jr. That would be perfection for the Gophers and the development for the long-term. Now, you want the winning to come along with that, and I know, you know, we need to win more games here in Minnesota. But them not being relied upon as scorers and coming along more naturally is definitely going to help give opportunities For next year. And that's the key. You'd like to get both of these guys, both Cam Christie and Caden Betts, 15 to 20 minutes a game and allow them to start finding their spots and in-game experience. Now, although they might not start in this season, they may not start Many games or any games in this 2023 year, they should see healthy rotational opportunities if this team wants to go anywhere in the future. So that is why Cam Christie and Caden Betts, but focusing in on Cam Christie is a major key for 2023 because I don't know if we have anybody else on this roster outside of maybe Dawson Garcia that can find and create their own shot without it being forced. Now, again, he's going to have a little bit of a ways, a little bit of growth period to get used to the speed. But from what we've seen in high school and what we've seen in the AAU circuit, he has all the ability to do it and for it to carry over immediately into Big Ten play. Now, the final thing we're going to talk about on today's show before we wrap this one up is what Minnesota should do with its two available scholarships. That's right. We're going to talk about what the scholarships are and how there are still two available and what are the possibilities of how we fill that out, which is what one uh, everydayer dropped in the comments that they wanted to hear. Well, we're wrapping up with it today at Locked On Golden Gophers. Gold. <clears throat> All right, Gopher fans, two available scholarships left. That's right. Everybody out there, a lot of people, not everybody. I mean, Ryan James knows his stuff, so he's definitely on top of it. But some of the other folks that cover Gophers basketball, there's been a little bit of confusion. And Everyone's like, oh, well, we got one scholarship left, one scholarship available. We only get 13, and we've got 12 scholarship players. We don't have 12 scholarship players. We only have 11 I have confirmation that Will Ramberg's scholarship was for the 2022-23 season, so that scholarship is still technically available. Now, what will Minnesota do with those two available scholarships still? That is a huge question, and it's definitely not one that I can give you a very clear answer on. I'm not sure there are many transfers that they're hot on the trail for right now. Uh, Gophers transfers and transfer interest on the basketball scene In the Minnesota Gophers, they hold that stuff like it is the top secret national security secrets close to the vest. You cannot know information unless there's a chance. So right now, I would say that they're not heavily hot on the trail for any of these transfers still in the portal. They probably won't go all in on another transfer unless that addition is a perfect fit for what Coach Ben Johnson is trying to build or a major impact player that addresses a need. So what needs do the Gophers have? Well, you've got Dawson Garcia, you've got Pharrell Payne on the uh, interior as front court, and you've got Jack Wilson, who has also come in there as well. Now, Jack Wilson's minutes, that'll be an interesting thing to keep an eye on, but I know you'll see a lot of Payne and a lot of Garcia. Now, if you can find a massive, and I'm saying like a seven-foot, Maybe 6'10", 6'10", we'll see what happens, but 6'10", to 7'2", we'll say someone in that range that maybe isn't a huge scorer, maybe isn't a huge offensive presence, but is a defensive stalwart, I would not be surprised to see the Gophers really heavily try to look for something like that. Someone who can be a front court protector and give Pharrell Payne a break here and there and give... Dawson Garcia, the ability to be off the floor and have two interior presences in pain who can work on the offense and the defense, and then somebody who could be a defensive stalwart and clean up on the boards. That is a player I think the Gophers would be interested in. Now, is there anyone out there that fits the bill right now? I'm not so certain on that one, but I think unless you find somebody like that, or unless you find someone that is a you know, a creative score, like we just said, this Gophers team really doesn't have, but it can be effective, doesn't need to be the guy, the alpha, the number one scorer, because we've already got someone in that in Dawson Garcia. We've got two guys that can create really well and facilitate in Hawkins and in Mitchell. Outside of that. Maybe you're looking for a pure knockdown three-ball shooter, someone who can just spot up and hit it. I'm talking your Duncan Robinsons, your uh, who else is up there, your Kyle Corvers of back in the day, your, let's keep going with these, not Steph Curry, obviously, but you get what I'm saying with this. Uh, A three-spot-up shooter, Jason Capono, that throwbacks for some of the folks out there that really dive in deep on basketball if you've got other three shooters that are spot up and knocked down that you can think of drop them in the comments below so i can take a trip back in memory lane but that's what i'm saying if you, you can find a spot up knock down three-point shooter consistently hitting heavy and can put up three four three-pointers in a game and you're going to knock down three Let's say they take five threes a game. You're going to knock down at least three of those consistently, and they can be there to find a knockdown. Maybe you're Blake Hoffarbers, you know, throwback to the Gophers. But that type of player I think would be welcomed. I think, again, a front court defender and a cleanup on the boards would be welcomed. But outside of that, unless it addresses immediate need, I don't think you're going to see many more additions for this roster. So what do you do with the two spots? Well, likely, You'll see what we saw last year with Ramberg or uh, where you can give that scholarship to a player for the year and allow them uh, a walk-on player to have their school paid for. I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen again or – You could end up holding the scholarships. I mean, and see what presents itself, see what happens. Maybe you have a bigger class that you're shooting for in 2025, or if some more 2024s that are high and heavy on the radar, you try to bring in two more 2024s and you have that class for certain coming and being a larger class. Now, again, that doesn't stop you from giving Will Ramberg another scholarship on the year because he will likely be gone after this season. I believe he will be headed to graduate. So, I think overall, you either see important needs filled, uh, players that can be pertinent. Maybe they're more one-year guys because you want to keep the scholarship availability open long-term. Or you see some of the internal walk-on guys get a scholarship for the year and we move on from there. But the reason I don't think that they will go all in unless it is a perfect fit or major impact players, because you likely have to focus on the development of the youth and prioritize those players right now and getting them minutes and getting them time and getting them opportunities. So you don't lose them to the transfer portal in the next off season. So you want to develop guys like Carrington, like Ola Joseph, Like Payne. I mean, those three need to see healthy minutes. But then you've got Cam Christie and Caden Betts. That's five young players that will be sophomores or freshmen in this next class. Five players. Five scholarship players. That means you have six other current scholarship players right now that aren't freshmen or sophomores that you're going to be working in. I mean, you've got the two transfers, Hawkins, or three transfers, Hawkins, uh, Wilson, and Mitchell, plus Garcia, plus Fox, Plus Enan, that's your 11 transfers or not transfers. 11 scholarship players right there. I think you're going to see that be the core again. I don't know how many minutes Wilson gets in this next year, but maybe those 10 outside of that, depending on the night, depending on the game matchup, depending on the game plan, some of the youth players get mixed in uh, depending on those matchups, like we said. But then the core is formed around those 10. I think that's how you kind of see it this year. I don't think we're going to see any huge additions. That's going to do it for us here at Locked on Golden Gophers. I wish you a happy and great and relaxing long weekend. Be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube and leave a five-star review wherever you get the podcast. It is much much appreciated. And you know what? If you're not ready to leave a five-star review, that's fine. Don't leave any review, but shoot me a DM over on Twitter or shoot me an email on Lockdown Golden Gophers and let me know what you want this show to be and more moving forward. I'll see you then. This is Kane Rob signing off. Be sure to subscribe. I'll see you next time.